Hi, I'm Dr. Jan Jaffer, and this is God Teeth. All right, so today I am uh, talking with Dr. Linda Gang, who has been a part of our organization for seven, eight years. How long has it been now? Um, I think nine, maybe. Nine years. Now. Okay. Yeah. So Linda's been a great part of our organization, runs our Wildwood Dental Clinic um, over in Southwest Calgary. So Linda, thanks for joining me today. Um, here's the fun thing that we get to chat about today, root canals, <laughs> something that nobody ever really likes to talk about, right? Probably one of the most scary yes. dental procedures out there. Absolutely. Why is it that everybody is so scared of root canals? Or what, what is it about root canals that brings that fear out? And- you know, um, I like, let's, let's talk about this first. You know, I think it's just get the fear out of the way, right? I think root canals are often associated with tremendous pain, right? Um, that's what most of my patients will tell me, like, oh my God, I heard it's so painful. But I think what a lot of people don't realize is that that really severe pain comes before the root canal. Right, so when you when you're going through this really, it's probably the worst pain that you uh, you can experience for a lot of people. Um, that's a cardinal sign that the tooth in question is going through irreversible pulpitis. So in other words, is when the nerve tissue of this tooth is so infected, so inflamed that it's not going to get better on its own. So then in those situations, root canal is actually the solution that we can provide the patient to get them out of that pain. So, so yeah, so the pain is gonna come and we're gonna experience the pain in, in most situations before the root canal is actually gonna be necessary. And that's when people call us and say, oh, I've got this big toothache. Yep. What can you do for me? Absolutely. So, yeah, you know, it is associated with pain, but maybe not for the reason that most people think. So what, what exactly is a root canal? Like what, what are you doing to then get me out of pain? Because I've got this toothache and you say I need a root canal. What, what does that actually mean? Before we get into that, I'll just go over some anatomy. I think that really helps for, for us to understand. And all of our teeth have a root or roots. And inside those roots are little canals. And that's where the blood vessels and the nerve tissues live for that tooth. Um, so by the time a tooth is in severe pain, it means the bacteria has infiltrated into those little canal spaces. So what a root canal is, is a procedure that allows your dentist to um, kind of remove all that bacteria and get rid of that infection without uh, sacrificing the tooth. Do I get to that? Like, so you, you said the nerve is infected, this bacteria has gotten there. How did, how did that happen? Well, it can happen, you know, you, most commonly from, a back, uh, from the cavity. Right, so a cavity is basically an infection of the tooth by bacteria, and when it's just kind of happening from the outside of the tooth, working its way in closer and closer to the center, it may not be symptomatic at all. Patients may not feel pain, but by the time the bacteria gets to the nerve, and that's when the pain really starts. So that's a good point that I think you bring up, because sometimes we'll tell people that they have a cavity, and they'll say, well, my tooth doesn't hurt. Right. And it's because the cavity hasn't reached the exactly. nerve. Exactly, exactly. And that's why we need to take care of those cavities before they turn into root canals. Absolutely, okay. yes. Any other reasons that we can have a root canal start on a tooth? I mean, the cavity being one of them. Are there other causes for root canals? Um, you can have uh, infections, right? So sometimes we, I mentioned that cavity is, is, is a cause for the infection, but sometimes you can have infections for other reasons too. Sometimes just chronic occlusal irritation. Oh, yeah. You know, so, so like trauma. Some, so trauma. trauma. So yeah. trauma can actually cause a root yeah. canal as well. Yeah. I mean, not only trauma from your own teeth, but trauma from being hit. True. Yeah. Yeah. From yeah. an accident, kids bump into things and yeah, those things can happen. That too. happens a lot, right? You see, <laughs> you know, 
it's interesting because what we know is that the two kind of more likely teeth to get root canals are these first molars yes. because of cavities, yep. and then these front teeth because yeah, of because of trauma. Hockey, are... hockey in Calgary, right? <laughs> a, lot, a lot of hockey accidents that we end up seeing. Okay, so bacteria in the tooth or trauma has got us to a point where the tooth is very inflamed or painful. Mm-hmm. Coming into the dentist, we say root canal. Well, I. Then we a lot of steps are quite common to a filling. You know, I always prepare my patients by letting them know that, uh, from their perspective, it's going to feel like a long filling appointment. Don't get me wrong; it's a meticulous procedure. You know, the dentist will be uh, paying attention to the procedure, and we're quite concentrated. And if we're not as chatty during that appointment because we're we're really thinking about all the things that we have to do. But from the pers- the patient's perspective, you just lay back, get some freezing on the tooth, nice and numb. Um, we always use a rubber dam as well. That's quite essential. It's a little piece of stretchy rubber that we use to isolate our working field, right? So it just prevents bacteria from contaminating the tooth we're working on. And also it protects the rest of the mouth from what we need to do for the tooth. We'll gain access to those little canals that I talked about. We usually approach it from the chewing surface. So there'll be some removal of decayed structures. So that's similar to a filling too. The patient might hear that word. And then we'll start the cleaning process. You know, I always want to do the physical removal of debris first. And we have these specialized instruments that can move in those canal spaces very well. Uh, And then these canals are often interconnected in almost like a web structure. So the use of a liquid disinfectant is really important so that we can really flush out all that system. And once we feel like the whole system is reasonably clean, uh, then we'll seal it up with a special material so that new bacteria can get in there uh, and followed by a more regular tooth color. So I think you've made it really simple. So obviously opening up the tooth, cleaning out, you know, first physically and then with some solution and the rest. Why do you think, and this is maybe not so much for the public, but why are root canals challenging? Why do you find that they're challenging? Because I know that most dentists will find a root canal to be a, a bit more of a challenging procedure. Why, mm-hmm. Do you know, why, why do we see that? It is meticulous work. You know, you sometimes uh, a tooth can have just one canal, that's a bit of an easier case, but sometimes some molars and back teeth have three, four, or even five canals. Yeah. So all the steps I described, you have to repeat five times, right? And I kind of touched on this earlier, these little connections between the canals, um, sometimes it can be hard to make sure they're all cleaned up, right? Um, so it's a lot of steps and you have to be very careful with how you're doing it. Um, and do it rot- as quick as you can as well, so because you can't expect a patient to hold their mouth open for too long either. Yeah. And the other, the other thing that I've noticed, and, and I know one of the challenges that I always saw, is that when we're doing root canals, we're often working blind because we can't see the end of the tooth, right? We can only see the top of the tooth, mm-hmm. but we're actually having to go down 20, 30 millimeters yeah. in certain times yes. to make sure that we clean the entire way, yeah. which is one of the things that I, I think we notice a lot in, in the way that we do root canals, you know, really well here in North America versus some of the stuff that we'll see overseas is we need to make sure that that entire canal that's right. is cleaned out and not, you know, that's not right. short to the end. Yeah. And that's, I think that's where uh, x-rays and radiographs will come really handy too. And that's something that we'll, we'll take throughout the appointment to kind of help us keep track of our progress. Are we cleaning it all the way to the end of the tooth? So I know we've kind of gone over 
most of the reasons that we need a root canal, but there are sometimes other reasons that we need a root canal, not just trauma and not just decay and the rest. Those are kind of the essential times mm -hmm. that we need a root canal. Um, sometimes I've heard that you know, we may do a root canal for a preventative measure? Absolutely. So what would, yeah. explain what that would be or why that would be the case. We will only suggest preventative root canals on high-risk teeth, right? So these are teeth that might not hurt yet, or they might not have an infection yet, but they are at a very high risk of developing that. These teeth will often be, you know, teeth have already had a lot of fillings done in the past. Something I tell my patients is that, you know, it, imagine if you broke your leg once. Yes, we can heal from that. We can come back from that. Break it twice, we can still come back from that. But each time is going to be a little bit sub-optimal uh, than the previous. It's a similar process for teeth. You know, the more times we had to irritate the nerve by doing a filling, then the less likely for it to fully um, rebound after new treatment, right? So um, that's why a tooth that's already had a lot of fillings, we often will recommend a root canal before we need to do something major, like a crown or a bridge, or sometimes even a new filling. Okay. Or sometimes if a tooth is really tilted or really turned, you know, uh, then mechanically and physically, they're just at a really uh, difficult angle. So sometimes really routine treatment uh, can become a bit more dangerous to them because it's easier to expose the nerve uh, if they're not upright or perpendicular to the, to the bone. So that would be another reason for us to... So we know that most of the time, obviously, it's because of decay, trauma, pain that, that we're doing it. But every once in a while, there may be another reason that we mm -hmm. go over with the patient and to, to get there ahead of time. So, okay, no, that's really quite interesting. I mean, obviously, we need to make sure that we're we're doing what's what's best in that situation. You know, once we've got the root canal done, which is, you know, one of the processes you've already gone through with us, what are some of the other considerations that we have to take for these teeth? Well, I think for any tooth to get to the point where they need a root canal, they're probably they're broken or decayed to a considerable degree. The job of root canal is getting rid of that infection without sacrificing the tooth, but there's always gonna be new bacteria trying to infiltrate into the tooth again, right? So that's where a really strong seal, uh, a dependable filling is very important after the root canal is done to prevent that reinfection. And also if it's considerably broken or decayed, it also has lost some structural integrity as well. So this tooth would really benefit from a full coverage crown to really kind of give back some of the integrity to the tooth and prevent future breakdowns. Yeah, so I think it's really important and, and we always have this discussion with my patients before we start a root canal um, so that they know of um, the steps that are involved, the appointments that may be required, and obviously the financial cost associated too, yeah. right? And I think in a perfect world, I would love it if all my patients can do what's best for their teeth every single time. Um, but that's not always the reality. In those situations, I think it's even more important that we have this discussion and come up with a plan together in terms of which steps to do at what time so that we can really maximize their chance of success. Yeah, and that totally makes sense. I know one of the things that I sometimes try to explain to patients, you know, once we've taken the nerve, out of a tooth, it actually becomes more brittle. You know, and so one of the one of the examples that I give patients often is, you know, a branch on a tree versus a branch on the ground. If the branch is on the tree and we bend it, it bends. But if a branch is on the ground and we bend it, mm -hmm. it breaks. Mm -hmm. And that's why root canal treated teeth 
they're more likely to fracture once they've had a root canal, which is why that full coverage is, is just so much more important yeah. for root canal treated teeth. And I think people need to understand that, you know, if you're getting a root canal done, make sure you're talking to your dentist because it's not just a root canal. It's not just a root canal. Then there's it, a crown. So, you know, right. you just talked about the affordability of it. You have to make sure that if you're going to go through the first procedure, that at least you're aware mm -hmm. of what's necessary after that. Otherwise, you only kind of got halfway there. And now if it breaks, you're still ending up taking the tooth out, yeah, and then all that effort would have been wasted, right? So it's really important that they know this from the get-go, for sure. Anything else you want to add? Any other, uh, you know, kind of comments, questions, anything else that you think people need to know? I mean, I think the best thing that you just said at the end was we need to make sure that we, we, we talk to the patient ahead of time and we give them all of their information ahead mm -hmm. of time, yeah. uh, not just some of it and they know the, the total <laughs> thing, but anything else that you want to add? Any other parts that uh, are important for people to know? Uh, I think it's important for people to kind of have a realistic expectation as well. Um, most of the time, uh, if you have a really bad toothache, we can help you. We can save it with a root canal, with a crown, um, but it's not going to always be the case, right? So sometimes if the tooth is really broken, when there's just, the calves are so huge that there's nothing, not much left to save, a root canal is not going to be enough anymore. Right, that's when an extraction will be the next thing that we would recommend because that will get rid of the infection because end of the day, that's our first priority is remove infection so that it doesn't, uh, doesn't affect the rest of the body. We're pretty lucky in this day and age that we have some options available for, to address that missing tooth down the road. So don't wait too long yeah. to the point where even a root canal is not enough. And, and I know another thing sometimes people ask is, I mean, are root canals actually quite successful? Like, do they actually work when you do them? Absolutely, yeah. It's the success rate is in the eighty-five to ninety percent range, yeah. and I think I've you actually know, heard even higher than that on a lot of on a lot of root canals. We can get you know right, yeah, this, even high nineties if done well and properly, right? Yes, so. absolutely. This is. Um, you know, when I when I ask my endodontist colleagues, and you know, they they do agree that it's a very successful procedure. Yeah, but you, you know, sometimes things can be challenging, right? Then that's when it's important to rely on our endodontist colleagues too, when when for those right cases, right? For cases that are going to be difficult and challenging, uh, then you know they will be able to provide uh, some really good options. Do root canals then? I mean, in in the case that they don't work. You know, what ends up happening there? Like, what happens if a root canal does fail? Well, if a root canal does fail, well, meaning like, that would be a definition, like if you're getting reinfected Re again, okay. right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, it, it can be a bit challenging. <laughs> it's one of those cases where you, it's like renovating an old house. You don't know what you're going to get once you open it up, right? So that's when we're lucky nowadays to have 3D imaging at our disposal to really evaluate the tooth and the surrounding structure. But in those cases, I often will refer them to the endodontist. And some of the options that they may be able to provide the patient would be, let's retreat it. Let's do the root canal a second time if we have reasonable ground to think that we can make things better by doing that. Or other times they may recommend to use a surgical approach and approach that uh, infection from another direction. Uh, and you know, every once in a while, even they can't do it, then we got to take the tooth out. Yeah, yeah. And I think that those are great points, right? I mean, I think our first line of action is always try to save a tooth, right? I mean, we're a dentist. That's, that's always yeah. our goal. Yeah. And uh, so when people bring that up, I mean, you know, I, I always give my father an example. He had a tooth. It broke down. 
we did the root canal first. We didn't choose yeah. to take it out. And when that failed, and it was you know about 20 years later, so it had been done well the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, it lasted a long time. When it failed, we still attempted actually to do it a again. Retreat. We did find out after the retreat that there was a fracture, which is why it ended up failing and then having to take the tooth out. But root canals are very effective. And so we don't want people to just say, well, no, take the tooth out. We'll put something else in because often they don't realize whatever we put in is is also damaging and costly as well, oh, sometimes sure. more costly than, than trying to fix the tooth. In oh, the first for place. sure. Yes. Um, and a lot of times when people are in pain, you know, it's hard to think straight sometimes, right? They just want to get uh, the easiest way to get themselves out of pain. So that's really important. I, I tell my patients, okay, if you don't want to get the root canal, you want to take the tooth out, here are your options and here are the costs associated with them down the road. Right, so that as long as you're making an informed decision, yeah. I'm happy to do whatever you want to do. Perfect. So yeah, exactly. So just giving them that education. Well, you know, this is fantastic. I mean, I, I hope that people understand that it's not as big a deal as it was, <laughs> uh, you know, or, or or they think it is. It's it's a simpler procedure. Ideally, one appointment, sometimes two. But mm-hmm. you know, I mean, the, the the technology that we now have these days allows these to be done, you know, quicker and yep. more effectively and more Absolutely. efficiently. And, uh, and get people out of pain, you know, quicker, really, at, mm-hmm. the, at the end of the day, which is always our goal. So, you know, thanks for joining me. It's a lot of great information. It's not a topic that anybody really likes to talk about. <laughs> so I, I appreciate you tackling it because it is one of those challenges. It's an important topic. Yeah. 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 We, it's uh, something that many people have to deal with. So, again, thanks again for your time. Thank you. All right. Take care.